The door was open, but I knocked anyway. The captain looked up from her desk. She was one of those women who should have been attractive. She had thick black hair and deep brown eyes, an olive skin that in her mid-forties looked like it was still in its twenties. She had all the right bits and all the right places, but she was somehow unlovable. Her eyes gave me that, what-the-hell-do-you-want look. Then I guess she remembered she called me and gave me something that should have been a smile, but wasn't. Captain Jennifer Cuevas was all about what should have been. John, come in, take a seat. Close the door, would you? I closed the door and sat. She laid her pen very carefully in front of her, like everything would go wrong if it wasn't perfectly aligned. How long have you been with the NYPD, John? Twenty-eight years, Jennifer. She glanced at me. It was okay for her to call me John, but I should call her Captain. I smiled nicely. You just turned forty-eight. Last November. She sighed, like it was a shame I'd turned forty-eight in November. John, don't get me wrong. You're, you're a very highly valued member of this precinct. Thank you, Captain. That's probably because I have the best successful arrest record of any cop at the station. I was still smiling nicely, but she ignored me. However, things have changed since you qualified as a detective. Uh, she glanced at a sheet of paper on her desk. I said, 25 years ago. She said, Thank you. Yes, 25 years ago. And somehow, I don't, I don't mean this in any critical sense at all, John, you don't seem to have moved forward, kept up with new technologies and methodologies. I raised an eyebrow at her. What's your point, Captain? I get the right results, but in the wrong way? No, John, what I'm saying is that perhaps it's time for you to think about allowing some of the, the young bloods to move up in the ranks. There are some very talented young officers chomping at the bit behind you. And you have, perhaps, already given us your best work. I frowned. You want me to take an early retirement so that somebody else can have my job? I shook my head. Not going to happen. We're not here to offer jobs to college kids we happen to like, Jennifer. We're here to serve and protect the public. And as long as I'm doing a good job, I'm going to keep on doing it. When I find myself failing, then I'll stand down. She stared at me hard. Was there anything else? Yes. What? She reached behind her and grabbed two boxes of files. She heaved them over and dumped them in front of me. She had to stand then to be able to see me. I looked up at her. What's this? We're creating a cold cases team. In view of your exceptional record, Detective Stone, you'll be heading up the team. These here are the cold cases we've accumulated over the last 30 years. I'll leave it up to you how to tackle them. But work your way through them and close them. I stared at her for a very long moment. What about my current cases? They've been reassigned. Why? I just explained it to you, Detective. She echoed my words from a little earlier. Anything else? I stood and picked up the boxes. At the door, I stopped. You said I was heading up a team? 
She'd sat down again and had a smug look all over her face. Yes, Detective Carmen Dion will be working with you. I think you two should make a fine team. Dion. I carried the boxes to the detective room and dropped them on my desk. I wasn't all that surprised by what happened. Jennifer had been gunning for me for a couple of years. We had bad chemistry. And to be honest, I didn't care enough to make an effort to improve it. I was never good at kissing ass, and I wasn't sure it would help much anyway. In her eyes, I was a dinosaur. The only people she wanted kissing her ass were the new bloods. I was scowling at the boxes and wondering whether a scotch would make me feel less sour when Dean came up and stood looking down at me. We had never exchanged more than a couple of grunts and nods, so I shrugged and made a what-you-gonna-do face. <laughs> 